problem. Yeah, that's the problem Wait. with fictional characters. You don't. You never know when uh, a book is going to become enchanted, and then all of a sudden they'll be running amok in in the the real world. Well, and then, look, oof, he's gonna I'm find a, you, man. I'm gonna tell you what. I'm gonna put this on wax so people know this. Oh shit! Fictional little John, if you hear this and you somehow come alive through a book. Or one of the lame little Johns from the movies, like the Robin Hood Prince of Thieves one. Come to my house. Fuck around and find out. That's all <laughs> I'm saying. You might be kind of <laughs> tall. You might got a stick. I got sticks. I got the Michael Myers protocol. But more importantly, I think I got pretty good knees. So I'm ready to, I, I, I'm ready to throw down. I got the yard. We can do this. So, fictional little John, you've been called out. Oh shit! You did you hear that all the way in Sherwood Forest? Pop saga, you know we keep it groovy. We talking cartoons, books, TVs, and movies. A couple of nerds, but got style. We so cool. Pop culture, talking new and old school. Yeah, you should know we love hip hop from the roots. Ty live, shout out to Feral Munch. We giving you what you want. It don't get no live. Ain't no doubt we got you. This is Pop Saga. Let's go. Oh yeah, you heard right. This is a lifestyle. Welcome to the nerd life. Pop sock. The modern comic book can trace its origins back to 1842 with the publication of The Adventures of Mr. Obadiah Old Book. Or Old Buck, I should say. I mean, it, it sounds terrible. But it was an illustrated tale that many consider... To be the prototype for the comics we enjoy today. On today's episode, your hosts will be exploring their own history with the medium as we celebrate Free Comic Book Day. I'm Forrest, and my comic book shame is that I've never read Frank Quietly's All-Star Superman. And I am joined today as always by John. John, do you have a comic book shame that you'd like to air today? You know, confession is good for the soul. Yes, I've never been able to finish Mouse. Yeah, I've never opened Mouse. <laughs> so I've beaten you there. Well, but there you go. And I tried to be sophisticated, and it was not for the lack of content. I actually felt it was probably a little too heavy for my brain at the time to kind of uh, deal with. So it was just one of those, let's start and go, mm. Maybe when I'm older. <laughs> yeah. And here I am now, a curmudgeon. And I'm like, mm, I could read that, or I could read a Darth Vader comic book. <laughs> yeah, you're, yeah, now Darth you're Vader. just... <laughs> these days you're just like, uh, well, I could read that, um, but the weight of reality is crushing down on my soul every single day, and I need to escape to somewhere instead of being faced with the... Uh, the sort of allegory of our actual modern existence. <laughs> I don't want it. Yeah. That. Yes. <laughs> yep. Yeah. yeah. The pointing up emoji. Yeah. Yes. That I am known for it and followed by the uh whatever the uh what is shift six key on your keyboard gives you that up arrow i don't even know what that's called <laughs> sure yeah the but up. that's the one if i can't do the finger pointing up you're gonna get a shift 
six from me. And that means the same thing. And if you don't understand it, well, uh, I've ran out of keyboard shortcuts to be able to tell you what that means. So. <laughs> well, you know, I, I always used to think of the two sort of alligator braces or whatever the heck they're called as little alligator mouths when they were like standing for greater than or less than. And so that up arrow, I like to think of as uh, an alligator that has gained superpowers. <laughs> and it's coming, up, it's coming up on you from the sky and you're never going to see it. Oh, I thought you were going to be like, it's better than. Ooh, that's so much better. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Uh... <laughs> I don't know what that was supposed to represent. Maybe that we would edit, edit it so I could steal your joke or something. <laughs> I don't know. Go ahead. It's yours. Um... Wow, that is very magnanimous. Well, you know, I am a giving John. Indeed. So when the people out there listen to this episode, it will be free comic book day, yes? Yeah, close enough. Or close enough. When is the actual date for the folks? It's on August 14th um, this year. Uh, So it'll be coming up. So the week of. Mm. Your your Saturday. You'll listen to this on a Thursday. You'll be like all charged up, juiced up, wanting some comics. But maybe you won't want to pay for a lot. You go into the store and it'll be like, hey, we have some free comics. And you'll be like, oh, free comics. I'm all juiced <laughs> up from hearing about comics and I didn't want to pay. But while I'm in the store, I'm going to buy a few comics anyway. You know, that's the get, yeah. get, get, get your motor running. You know what I mean? Well, they're usually like if you're somebody who is like looking to get into comics, I think that free comic book day is really great because you get a really good sampling of a lot of stuff. And a lot of times they'll put like these little story tidbits that actually feed into the larger arcs in the free comic book day comics. And so not only can you be like hooked with these little tastes, but also you have like an extra little bit of knowledge when you start having to buy. Uh, like twenty books in a row in order to uh, fully pay off a uh, one of the mega arcs or events they do. Yeah, exactly. It's like a little taste, you know, like a little dealer of sorts, a comic book dealer, yep. putting out their dirty, dirty long boxes, grabbing <laughs> you into the store, and then shooting up those inky pages to your brain to form creativity. <laughs> This is, this is great. I love this. Yeah. Who uh, is this weird uh, person who is constantly conflating or comparing drugs to comic books? Who is this? Who is this character? I, I have to have more. Oh, no. This is just John after having oh, a shit. milkshake. I'm this flying, is... <laughs> people. I'm flying. Too much sugar. <laughs> I should really get that checked, but I'm there. <laughs> Oh, that's terrific. That's your that's your uh your your trigger. That's your Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde serum is a vanilla milkshake. Yeah, like I mean in a punch, maybe a jolt. Like, you know, like, oh god, I I need my dealer John. Give me a jolt. Yeah, Give me that bazooka like, Joe. Oh, just let me I'll just come I'll get the comic on the back. Ooh, it's not enough. It's not enough, man. <laughs> 
Taking the comic book and rubbing it against your gums. <laughs> You're like, I'll I'll find the joke one day. Bazooka. Where's the continuity? Where's the where, what's happening to Bazooka Joe? Is it the second one? Is this the Ben Riley of Bazooka Joe? God, you just oh, you're just crashing out with a bunch of Bazooka Joe comic books surrounding you, little comic strips, just trying to find a through thread, not realizing <laughs> that you know you've got them all put up on your cork board with uh, red yarn connecting. <laughs> okay. All right, so this one is when he fell down in the water pool, and this one is when he's in the kitchen drinking a soda. I think this one goes over here when he's murdering his friend. Mm. <laughs> That's a really rare one. Yeah, well, you I, know, Bazooka got dark. Well, I mean, he did, right? Because he, uh, kid lost an eye. Yeah, I mean, dude was running around with a eye patch. Yeah, I guess he maybe he. That's just an aesthetic thing. <laughs> you think that's just by choice? He's just all he's, like. He's the, he's the kid who wears an eye patch. Well, watch out for that one. Maybe he's one of those people who likes to keep like his night vision intact, like they were talking from that one movie I can't remember. So he wears an eye patch, so he's always got one eye ready for when he goes into a dark room. Oh yeah, that's um you know fun uh, fun fact. That's what Sagat does from uh, Street Fighter. <laughs> oh, is that what he does? <laughs> yeah. I, I thought he just cheated by throwing fireballs from his you know his fist. High no. and low. He's a <laughs> no, big no. fan of that game too. Yeah, yeah. There's a there's a secret stage you can turn the lights off, in, and then it's Sagat's time to play. No, wait, 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 wait. So he's just all like, you go in and you hear light switch click, like, and then you just hear. Ha! And then it's <laughs> a tiger, tiger. Right, yep. I like it. I like it. I like this cannon. <laughs> That's my new cannon now. And the announcer's like. Uh, ready, fight! What? What? <laughs> A Dukin? <laughs> Sagat I, wins? Yeah. A, what'd he do? Oh, he just walked over to Ryu and shot him. It was, it was pretty brutal. Ooh, he yeah, saw him the whole yeah. time. He just flipped his eye patch up, had a perfectly good eye that was all <laughs> prone, ready for night vision. <laughs> Pop! Just one time. I'm going to go to Evo, and I'm going to spread this. Be like, hey, you want to know the real dark secrets about Sagat? <laughs> Here's the true canon. Yeah, this is a true canon. Forget what you played. Get ready for yeah, this stuff. And it's just, you show him a grainy video that's just blackness, and it's just Sagat choking out <laughs> Ryu for fully five minutes. Like, the music drops out halfway through. The announcer's like... Sagat wins. He's had enough. Leave him alone. <laughs> Five, four, three, two, one. Why are you not stopping? <laughs> you see, I'm not the only one wired up on a vanilla milkshake. <laughs> No, no, not me. I wish I was hired, wired up on a on a, a vanilla milkshake. What you're hearing right now is the result of um, the powerful burrito battery that I have inserted in, in into my being, into my person. Oh, yeah, I know. Well, be careful. Yeah, just be careful. I've I've got beef and rice energy just flowing through my veins. 
Yeah, see, I, I went the shortcut. You went like the light side of the force. I went the dark side. <laughs> right. like, mm-hmm. Milkshake, more seductive it is. Quicker, <laughs> faster, you will learn. Do you joke, people? Yes. <laughs> yes. Luke, you have to understand it's time to enjoy a burrito. Just take it your time. Don't go for the milkshake. The burrito is where it's at. I know what you're thinking. Obi-Wan, you live on a desert planet. You would fucking kill for a milkshake right now. Well, oh, I never thought of that. Can you believe this whole time I never thought? I'd just love us a damn milkshake. What is Yoda going to say? He can't see me anymore. Mm, see you, I can. Oh, damn it. <laughs> this happens every time I try to jack up. Anyway... <laughs> DMCA'd. (laughs) Oh man, if we were only God, we would have known. We would know. uh, We would have made it if (laughs) we get a call from Yoda's lawyer. (laughs) I would never watch Obi Wan. (laughs) Rub one out. (laughs) Yeah. So yeah. There goes that new job I was going to get. Anyway. Yeah, man. So, uh, yeah, comic books, huh? <laughs> Free comic book day. We wanted to do an episode that respects and celebrates comics and encourage you out there to safely visit your local comic book store. You know, it's funny, John, I bet this, I bet this is different in our past, but when I grew up, the town that I grew up in was so small that I didn't have a local comic shop, so my background (laughs) with comics, yeah, my background for comics is, like, super spotty and weird, like, I am the rack of random comics at the supermarket kid. Oh, I'm sorry. (laughs) <laughs> that's, oh, that's why I don't have like a really encyclopedic knowledge. Like I, <laughs> I was able to get my hands on one issue of the Infinity Gauntlet um, series, it like and it was seven. It's just the issue. No, it's just the issue where all the heroes die, and I had no idea what happens next. Or what happened before, or why all the people, all the characters I loved were being brutally murdered. But, and I, you know, I had no idea. Like, I never got the end, so I didn't find out until years later that, like, they were able to bring them back. I was like, no! <laughs> he just, he smashed Spider-Man's head in! What am I looking at? Oh, God. Oh, that's terrible. Just I can see you going to school being like, yeah, they're all dead. I think they just canceled the line. It's over. It's over, man. It's over. He crushed Spider-Man. It's, <laughs> this is it. This is I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> just, I don't know, man. He so, encased Cyclops' head in a box and just, suffoc- he just, just suffocated for a, such a long time. Jeez. That's interesting. So how did you get, like, your, uh, was it all cartoons? 
But you were uh, like, yeah, these, these, I, I know these characters because of this, or was it just smatterings of like, like you said, like getting like spinner rack stuff at the supermarket? Yeah, pretty much. Like I got when I was really little, I got uh, just a kind of smattering here and there. You know, I never. I would always look in the back of a comic and I would be just dream about signing up for one of the subscriptions where you'd actually get, you know, uh, comics every month just delivered to you. But that's, you know, that's not the kind of money that my family ever had to spend on that kind of thing. And, you know, just kind of take it where you can get it. I would sometimes when we would go to the neighboring city, I would go to there was a comic store there called uh, Captain Nemo's. And it was like a record store and a comic store and had RPG books, too. And I would go in there and, like, read them off the shelf and then put them back and not buy them, which I'm sure people who owned it just loved. So I would be able to, like, kind of get caught up here and there, or I'd go over to a friend's house and they would have comics and I would read theirs. But, you know, I didn't have... I wasn't that kid with, like, a the, who owned a ton of comics. But, yeah, the, it's the kind of thing I never stopped liking so as i got older as i as i got more disposable income i you know definitely indulged myself in the in the comics that i couldn't read when i was a kid no interesting that's cool though i'm I'm happy to hear it was never one of the i mean obviously it was never one of those where you're like comic books see you later thanos (laughs) i'm gonna go hang out with the cool kids now (laughs) that was never my problem no yeah well fair (laughs) I've seen your high school picture. I, know that <laughs> I shared that today. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, we're now we're all on the same page. You know what Goth Forest looks like, kind of. I mean, that and wasn't you know like, what, and you know what, it, yeah, and you know what Zena John looks like. Uh, yeah, yeah. You, honestly, uh, kind of like, like I, <laughs> me now, just <laughs> yeah. just less leathery. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like it's a it was a good look back then, and it's a good look now. But what about your, um, you take the cup, I'm right. uh, what about your, um, uh, background with, uh, Kiamic Buex? Wow, like, this is the first time I feel like, you know, like, I'm the college student, you know, like, always <laughs> blessed <laughs> with, blessed with comics. Um, I mean, comics have literally been in my life as long as I can remember, um, my brother was a big comic book fan. I would, I guess, I'd assume he still is in some ways. But um, so he'd buy comics, so I'd read those. Or actually, I would just—I shouldn't say I read those. I flipped through them, and then as I was learning to read, I would then read them. So I use normally I tell a lot of people I use comic books to learn how to read. It was kind of true. Um, Iron Man was always the one that hooked me the most. So I'd read any sort of Iron Man comic. And this was before he was popular. Uh, you know, Yeah, like I, people I was, don't remember, but he was not a premier character in, in Marvel. Yeah, everyone's like, Iron who? If it ain't Spider-Man or the Hulk, I don't give a rat's ass. But I loved, I loved Iron Man. Um, yeah, and being in, you know, San Francisco at, in, in the 80s there were like almost 30 different comic book stores i think there's now just like five or six left in the whole city uh but yeah we would go on adventures like literally uh, you know all our friends we'd like take buses and go and visit all these different stores and look for back issues or posters i remember that we were looking for this pu- punisher poster for uh my friend miguel and we just couldn't find. He's like, I'll find it one day because he's a major Punisher fan. But yeah, we mm-hmm. 
venture uh, far and wide. It was also like how we play role playing games too. So you know, it's like superheroes. Of it's really kind of in my DNA in a lot of ways. Um, just being around it, reading it, and uh, sticking with it, even when other people were like. You know, comic books, those are lame. And I'm like, whatever, Square. I can't wait to see what Spawn's going to do next. <laughs> He's got a gun. <laughs> whoa, 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 this has escalated quickly. You know, you're like, He's got magic powers. I can't wait to see. He just stabbed a guy. Uh, <laughs> okay. Does he use the powers at all? He doesn't. <laughs> dream, uh, dream big, Spawn. Yeah, okay, well, what do you got over here, Batman? <laughs> you know, like, but that's me. So I've always, I've always read comic books. My main comic book store here in this city was Comic Experience. I probably went to that one the most. I'd go to it when I'd go to the laundromat to do my laundry. Um, yeah, I still visit it from time to time, not nearly as often as I used to. But that was like my comic book store that I grew up in. That is, that's awesome. Now compare that to me who was able to once get a single issue of Alpha Flight. And Whoa, <laughs> bad choice. Imagine, imagine coming in with no prior knowledge of Alpha Flight to one issue. And you're just like, who is anybody? It's like, hey kid, if you like the X Men, then check out Alpha Flight. We got, <laughs> we a got dude named Sasquatch. We got Puck. Um, right, we got Puck. We got a guy who can go into a robot, but it's giving him a terrible rash. We got Vindicator. Is it the female version of Vindicator or the dude Vindicator? Mm. Uh, <laughs> don't care. Yeah, it's. I mean, they both wear the same outfit. Okay, like I mean, is it actually the same outfit or color the same? You be the judge. It's Alpha <laughs> Flight. Please read the book. <laughs> please, true believer. Please read Alpha Flight. You it's like it, it's it's the the superhero team. Yeah, yeah. but the set in Canada. Oh. oh. <laughs> so like, what do they fight? You know. Canada things. What? <laughs> yeah. I'm, not, uh, I'm in, bailing. I'm bailing on this one. Injustice? <laughs> there you go. There you, you say it. <laughs> You're the alpha flight of this podcast. Oh, no. I'm, sorry. I, no, sorry. Sorry. I, I take it back. I take it back. I, I, I'm out of here. <laughs> Where's my eject button? <laughs> God, I need that sound over here. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome so what was like who was your character when you were a kid yeah like well iron man for sure bob layton is one of my favorite iron man artists to this day um yeah, fight anybody batman <laughs> obviously um grew up reading a lot of you know batman comics older stuff too so like you know like Neil Adams and stuff like that. Um, uh, Spider-Man. I love Spider-Man. As a mm -hmm. wrestling fan, I was a Spider-Man mark for sure. 
<laughs> you know, Hulk. I think there's every kid loves the Hulk. Uh, and then, you know, big fan of like the Justice League. But, oh, yeah. Uh, you know, when it was silly Justice League, that was just comedy gold. I love that. Um, <laughs> but, like, yeah, it just kind of rotated between those and like whatever my brother had. And eventually, when I started to get a little bit of disposable income, i.e., an allowance, <laughs> uh, you know, I'd go, like, I'm going to pick up this book. Uh, let's see what they say. Uh, X Force, huh? Whoa, those thighs are big. <laughs> oh, oh my god. <laughs> whoa, whoa. I didn't realize you could have that many pouches. <laughs> How do they do 3D like this without the glasses? <laughs> Where's his feet and his hands? Well, how's he holding that's it? That's not the thing about that. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yeah, you read an ex, uh, old school X-Force comic, it's, there's a lot you best not think about. <laughs> yep. Like, yeah, Whitney's and you can't break? think about it. <laughs> <laughs> Might as well have. <laughs> so yeah, those were mine. Uh, I mean, since you had, like, the smattering, who are your go-tos besides Alpha Flight and... Uh, <laughs> You know, it's funny, I have a similar story and history with the Guardians of the Galaxy, because I got Whoa. that when I was down in Central America, and I went into a supermarket, and there was a comic in English, and all they had were Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> I can see that, they're like, no one's buying it up here. Costa Rica? Sure! And, yep. and like... This is this is original Guardians of the Galaxy, so not the Guardians that everybody knows and loves today. I'm talking Vance Astro, Yondu, Charlie Twenty Seven, Martin X, Starhawk, all the weirdos. Yeah, you, you folks at home who are not familiar with it, holy crap! Was that a uh, a carnival of colors? The original Guardians of the Galaxy were. Oh, yeah. Such such a weird comic. And did you realize, because I didn't know this, but this was a direct response to the, the, the crazy popularity of Star Trek The Next Generation. Marvel Comics was like, we gotta get in on this. How can we, how can we appeal to the Star Trek crowd? Space weirdos. <laughs> Every one of them. One's gonna have... Yellow wings, kind of, but they'll be hollow inside. Huh? Yeah, don't worry about it. It's yeah. some stuff. One of them has Captain America's shield. We gotta hook it back into the main continuity somehow. Yeah, his name is Vance Astro. <laughs> Good lord. Yeah, oh my god. It wasn't Charlie, like, 27, like, the really big, thick dude? Oh yeah, yes. Yeah. He, he is, is quite a, th a thick boy. Yeah, like he like with four C's, folks. Four yep. C's, <laughs> all the I, C's in the alphabet all the of all the universes. Yeah, like he was thick. And all the time you're like, I don't get it. He's like, so he's wide, and what else? Yeah, that's it. He's I as wide as twenty seven people. I remember um, we work with somebody at one point, who said Charlie 27 was, like, their favorite original Guardian. And I remember mm -mm. being like, oh, mm-hmm, 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 yeah, well, great, yeah, that sounds great. You're gonna need to tell me who that was when we're not on the, uh, <laughs> okay, because yeah. I need to know. Because if they're yeah. on my Facebook uh, feed, I might need to unfriend somebody. <laughs> okay, yeah, I'll make sure to, <laughs> to let you know. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll address that off-air. But, 
back to your original question um i i'll i'll put it to you this way um i'll give you two guesses as to who my go to was in the dc universe um and that would okay. use what you knew about me as a kid and to, to some degree today and guess who was my go to in uh, dc back in then Hmm. Well, I don't see you getting like like moody comics. I don't see you getting anything vertigo. Mm-hmm. Just uh, think, think simpler, dumber, basic. Were you were you Aquaman Stan? No, you liked no, Aquaman. No. Do you? I mean, I saw your hair it was kind of wet, so I just figured you liked Aquaman. <laughs> Ah, yes. The <laughs> daily showering. What's it, why is it so challenging? But Vigilante? No, no, no. I've led you down a primrose path that is incorrect. I apologize. But uh, uh, Flash? No, no. Green Lantern, of course. Green Lantern. Oh, yeah, yeah, all right, all right. Get out of here with that <laughs> shit. Get out of here. Yeah, I, I really should've... did. I oh, liked uh, Hal Jordan was uh, Hal Jordan Green Lantern was one of my plus it was just, just a weird comic and he could make green anything that's awesome yeah usually you know devolved like dissolved into fist but you know we're boxing right he's just like hold on let me fight this you know evil intergalactic monster with the one thing I know how to do box <laughs> yeah something sometimes there'll be a freight train. Yeah, you know, like if he was really angry, it would get it would turn into an animal for some reason. Be like, yeah, here's a cat. Be like, all right, all right, Hal. I should I shouldn't rag on him. Green Lantern, specifically Hal Jordan. Green Lantern's one of my favorites. So, yeah, I I <laughs> love to. I mean, what they've kind of done with him since is kind of like, Ooh, but uh, certainly back then, classic Green Lantern was great. Um, and of course, uh, you know, Captain America, who is always, I, I'll tell you that I remember the first Captain America comic that I, I convinced my mom to get me. And it was, you know, I don't remember the number or the name of the issue, but um, I remember it distinctly because Captain America is on a, a ship of some kind in the middle of the sea. And he uh, is zapped with a ray that, like, disintegrates his clothes. <laughs> so... Like the whole time they have him running around, he has like a a weird sort of mist of like falling apart clothes around him, and it was just such an upsetting issue too, because <laughs> you're just like, now we see Captain America deal with the embarrassment of uh of being almost naked while he he fights people. And that's the one you uh got your mom to buy, yeah. <laughs> I don't, you know, I think that was on page five. She probably didn't. She saw, you know, the cool, like, uh, you know, those, those, like, after images of Cap when he would be, like, doing his acrobatic tricks. They would show all the just sort of ghosted images of all the cool poses he struck. Yeah. yeah. Not the part where somebody shoot, shoots him with a wand that makes his clothes fall off. Yeah. And then you were like, you went to page 10 where you got to see the after image of Cap, but he's just like buck naked. <laughs> yeah, the follow through on that panel is I don't know how they got past that past the comic code uh, to be well, to be honest. Well, he'd keep putting a shield wherever you know the sun don't shine. <laughs> it's like the 
It's like Austin Powers, like the opening of Austin Powers. For a minute, I thought you were going to be like the first Captain America comic I read was the one where he turned into a werewolf. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, what a different person I would be today if that was, if Cap Wolf was my original uh, Captain America <laughs> Boots and everything. He, he was a werewolf with a shield that was so metal. <laughs> it's true. I mean, this is a whole thing that happened. It even happens to um, uh, Sam Wilson, Captain America, in the comics. Well, they did that again, huh? Yeah, he has a Cap Wolf issue, if I'm uh, remembering correctly. Ooh, all right. Well, you know, sometimes you dip in the well and you find, you find, you find. <laughs> well, not, not, he had not a, so many great things. He had a great run. Uh, his run, they really kind of delved in, into like the supernatural uh, opponents of Cap, and I thought that was uh, a really interesting way to to take his uh, his time as the Sentinel of Liberty. I mean, sure. I just went and went with, like, you know, Cap Wolf. There's just a certain yeah. point where you just kind of go like, mm, that was cool for the time, maybe. Maybe. Uh, you know, <laughs> like, it was like when Captain America, like, the super serum was, like, killing him or doing something, so Iron Man makes him a Captain America, like, style Iron Man armor. Yeah. So, yeah. And you're just like, oh, this this sounds this sounds like it'll be really cool. Then you read it and you're like, hmm, hmm. I mean, the armor didn't even look that good. No, it yeah. that, that's not a that's not one of my favorite designs. I have to I have to yeah. say. Like but you I know what? It. I I just remembered something else. Mm. This is weird. I'm gonna have to sort of I'm gonna have to make sure this isn't some sort of weird apocryphal memory or something, but. I am all pretty sure the first Iron Man comic I got was also about his suit malfunctioning. <laughs> Why did I have all these comics where the heroes' suits were were not were were not behaving? I think I had a I had a version of or an issue of Iron Man where either I think he had to go back to the Mark One suit mm. and he is like sinking through the water and it won't turn on. So then he ditches it, and he's butt naked. <laughs> I don't know. I but oh my gosh, that would be hilarious if that was the case. I mean, you know, yeah. I'm really happy that you're able to share this stuff with us today. Uh, <laughs> I think it's really uncovering a lot of, about your past. You had all these, these of course were never issues. These were just uh, daydreams you had about Iron Man, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Captain America accidentally losing their suits. <laughs> Oh no! Yeah, like I'm sure you loved Quicksilver when he when his suit also like burnt off. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, I collected them all after that. Well, that's he's he's got a very folks. He's got a very particular comic book collection. It's like I've got maybe, a very particular set of comic books. You know, it's like maybe like seven issues between them all comic book. Them. It's all wardrobe malfunction. Yeah, and it just all happens to be mostly the Avengers. <laughs> well, you know, Wonder Man, you lose your shit. All right, all right. <laughs> Come on, I've got this disintegration ray, and it only works on clothes. Oh God! Oh God! <laughs> That's great. That's yeah. great. I love it. But man, um, 
so were you a big fan of Spawn? I know that was one of those things that was such a huge deal when it came out in the comics oh, world. Of course, when Image Comics came out, I, I was fully on board because, like, you know, most of the artists that I liked at Marvel were going over to Image. So there was no reason why I wouldn't go with, right? I was, you know, I, I mean, I literally own, I think, every Image number one comic that is that launched with the initial run like wow. yeah signed too like i have a young blood with rob Liefeld's signature on it i have Spawn, you know atomic farland signature i got wildcats a couple of jim lee signatures on there Jeez, that's uh, that's retirement material right there right not remotely at all you know what i mean those things they pumped out that shit at you <laughs> okay <laughs> Those those things are a dime a dozen. The only thing I have of like comic book note that hasn't been gifted to me. I've been very fortunate where you know uh, people buy me certain comic books and things like that. That's why I own a Superman versus uh, Muhammad Ali issue, which I love. I would have never thought I got it. I have a Voltron number one. Whoa, sealed. 9.8 you don't get any better than 9.8 really wow like, i got you know i have a he-man's first comic book appearance was when he was fighting superman i got i got i got some pieces for sure but i i'd say probably the most i shouldn't tell people this but the most priciest thing i possibly have is a flash that was drawn by jim lee that i won off of his twitch stream whoa that's awesome yeah and it was i you know it's i've won a few things in life i won the best partner i could ask for i won the opportunity to have really cool dogs with me and then i won this so i've won a few times in life and i'll really, say those are some pretty substantial wins if you ask me of course of course and uh i'm just trying to add a few positive karmic points and uh yeah there you go so yeah anyway, <laughs> it would be one of his things because those uh, i just read today that he did 60 drawings jim lee did anyway 60 drawings in 60 days uh it was a little more than 60 days and he sold them all to charity to go towards comic book shops and stuff like that and those 60 things that he drew uh raised eight hundred thousand dollars Ooh, wow <laughs> that is insane almost a cool mill for 60 drawings is not something very many artists can boast i would say yeah and let's not say that this flash that i have in my room is worth that much it, it's it but it's it's a worth a lot to me even though it's you know ezra miller flash that it's based off of. I won't hold it again. <laughs> okay, well, uh, I mean, you take what you can get, right? You know I mean, <laughs> you know, like, you know, like, it looks, it, I mean, to me, it looks more like comic book Wally West Flash, but whatever, anyway, you know, it's fine. Uh, but to answer your original question, yeah, I was a big fan of Spawn. I collected, I think, issues one through 30. Wow. Um, and then I was like, this is crazy. Whoop. I think actually it went over to Greg Capullo, and when he started drawing it, um, at the time I was not as big of a fan of his style than uh, Todd McFarlane, so I stopped reading it there. And then uh, Capullo completely 100% got me to shut up with his like Batman run. 
Where I was like, man, this guy can draw. I love this shit. I was like, wait a minute, Capullo? I could see the uh I could see the 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 dawning horror um uh, yeah no, that's hilarious yeah no oh uh, yeah no anything yeah anything image also it just was like you know with Marvel at the time when image came out it was like executioner song and I I was already not the biggest X-Men fan but when it went from like not being Jim Lee and it went to being some other dude, I was just like, Ooh, I don't Oh I'm yeah. T- talk about a a charmed run. The nineties Jim Lee X-Men is just one of the most it was such a great comic at the time. Yeah, like I mean it's hard literally hard to beat. Um as far as just such iconic you know, versions of these characters, uh, giving them some of their better costumes, um, for sure. I, 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 I just dug it and gave us great, you know, villains too, with like Omega red. I thought he looked cool and I had a cool sounding name. I was like, I'm for it. Omega red. Let's go. <laughs> he's scary as heck. Yeah. He's got tendrils. You know what it, you know, what the, and they suck the life out of you. I hate it. Yeah. Um, he's too scary. Get him away from here. He's like he's like a Sabretooth, but if Sabretooth was scary. Yeah, like you know, like you were truly like I'm not worried about Sabretooth now. That's right, Sabretooth. I'm calling you out. Oh my you gosh. Come to my house. Oh my gosh. Little John a, and Sabretooth are gonna come after you. <laughs> yeah. I got a Dremel. And a baseball bat. That will pretty much defend you from attacks by any fictional character. So you, I mean, you're ready. Yeah, that's why That's why I feel like I can comfortably sit in my office and call out these fictional characters. <laughs> yeah. Let's see what you've got, Sabretooth, with your yeah. stinky nails and your stupid beard. You're like the low-rent version of, like, Wolverine. <laughs> you only do one of his things. You don't even do that very well. Uh, yeah, no. <laughs> Though I have to admit, Jim Lee's like saber tooth outfit is. I do like that a lot. It's more the best. Than, yeah, a lot more than the other one where you're just kind of like. <gasps> well, I mean, <laughs> I think for me, like, uh, I feel like Jim Lee for at least a brief moment of time made Cyclops cool. And uh, as a as a person who likes Cyclops against all odds, uh, I have I have you to blame, Jim Lee. It, which is weird because that is not Cyclops's best outfit. Uh, yeah, I agree. It's not his best outfit, but man, did he look cool in it? Yeah, I mean, look nineties cool. Yeah, of course, it was the nineties. Uh, yeah, fair. All right, I stand corrected. <laughs> Where's my ejection button? <laughs> I'm out of here. Uh, okay, uh, real quickly, do you have a favorite X uh, 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 Cyclops outfit? Um, I like the all blue with the like the full cowl uh, with the yellow trunks. Mm, no, let me see if I can find what the one I'm talking about. Yeah, I'm hoping you're thinking of the uh, the X Factor one. The X Factor one, yes. Yeah, so let's see. Yeah. Then, <laughs> then what? 
No, no, that's it. That's the best one. Every every other one of them are. Yeah. Okay. Well, no, no not the yellow trunks. Not the yellow trunks one. Uh, it's more modern. No. Nope. All right. You're already fucking up. Oh boy. So is it is it the one with the big yellow X or no? Nope. What is the the X Factor one? I'm gonna I'm gonna show it to you. Hold on, folks. I know this is riveting stuff, but I gotta. Oh, you yeah. know it is. Well, I mean, I know it is. God, none of these pictures make it look cool. Hold on. Mm. <laughs> okay, wait. <laughs> right. There might be a problem with your logic here if the uh, the pictures aren't working. Out. Well, I found it. Kai, Kai, say, Kai, say, fucking badass, right there. Boom. Okay, let's see what you got. Let's see what you got. Let's see what you got. Drum roll, please. Okay, yeah, that's good. It's um, good. Get the fuck out of here. Get yeah. the fuck out of here. That's the best one. I mean, it's, I don't know. I don't like the white and blue seems plain and the it, oh the, the look, folded boots. I don't know about plain. the folded boots. I don't know. Get out of here. Here, here, here. Look at this. Watch. I don't know. Watch, I'm gonna, I'm gonna literally make you buy a. I'm gonna make you buy a toy by showing you how badass this looks in it. Watch, boom. Uh, here we go. Here we go. Oh, well, no. Well, that is very good. I think without the cowl, it's even. It is better. So you don't it's, like the yellow one with the big yellow X on it? Yeah, it's lame. It's just like might as well be like shoot me in the chest. Please, <laughs> please shoot me right here. I want to get shot here. That is what. How is that not the same with the white? Well, it's cooler because you know it's just like <laughs> I'm wearing the white and instead of yellow, and I look badass. And you know, fuck you. You can't shoot me here. And it's dope. It's dope. It's dope. I mean, it is cool. I will do. I will. I will give it up for that. It is neat. Well, that's all I need to hear. No more conversation about it. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Eject. Eject. <laughs> okay. I was actually looking for a, a picture of the one I was talking about, so I couldn't do that. Then, so I guess this would be his astonishing X Men outfit. It's the one that I am partial yeah, to. Yeah, I already know which one you're talking about. Okay, so I'm just going to upload it just so we're on the same page here. Yeah, 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 I know, I know. Okay, I, know. I like it. I like the gold piping. I like the uh, the blue and gold. It's a classic color combination. And I like the full cowl, much like you do. So um, I'm just, you know what? Yeah, but I'm glad we could both agree that the one I just posted is the best Cyclops outfit. No, no, and no, we can fact, move on. And then we're fact, moving on right now. Nope, nope. In fact, you know God damn it, he segued me. He segued me, people. All right, all right, all right. I, I, got, I got something for your ass. Don't worry. I got something for your ass. Don't worry. But see, look at what the world of comic books brought us. A bunch of different costumes, a bunch of different takes. You know, yeah. A bunch of different worlds. Absolutely. Know. This is the first time anyone has had to have argued about what parts of Cyclops are cooler. <laughs> so, you're welcome, Cyclops. Yeah, yeah hopefully you're not listening. <laughs> you I don't want a ruby blast of, of uh, you know, of 
whose efficacy seems to shift uh, as the the moment requires. Yeah, I'll just throw Mr. Sinister's body on top of him. That'll be it. You can't do shit. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> He's gone. So, John, I was curious, um, you know, part of this podcast, as we said before, is we wanted, or this episode in particular, is we want to drive people out there to get uh, their own comic books. But I think it's daunting uh, to, to know where to start. Do you have any recommendations for folks out there? Would be a good place to start if they're looking to get into comics. Yeah, that's a great question. And uh, I'm going to stall... <laughs> as I think of an answer. Now, so I would say kind of depends on who you're interested in. So that's that's the here's a here's a myth about comic book stores. Everyone who owns them are not like the comic book guy from The Simpsons. So I think they are a great uh foray into kind of helping you understand what type of comics you're interested in. But let's say you're not like you 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 know them from you know you, the movies and things like that and you're interested in i would try to find either a greatest hits version of that character maybe stuff that shows the older issues some of like the an omnibus ones. or something yeah well uh, more like like for example one of my favorite comics that like i would uh collections that i would read like over and over again is one from Batman, which is effectively Batman greatest stories ever told. And what it was, was it had some earlier reprints from like when he would murder people, <laughs> <laughs> like he had no problems yep. with guns and stuff. You're like, Whoa, is, you know, like when you're watching Batman 89 and he's shooting at the Joker and he's just missing with everything. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The Batman in this comic book didn't miss. <laughs> he, shot, he shot that vampire dude and he shot him good and you know then it you know had some dick spring in there then it, you know it would have uh some neil adams with denny o'neill and it just had a wide variety of batman comics and i really enjoyed those but like if you're interested in getting a run an omnibus is excellent of most of your characters like say you like you're a fan of the walking dead i'm gonna tell you right now don't buy the individual paperbacks. No. There's like too many of them. But they've done omnibuses. They've done, or compendiums. I think they've got like four of them out now. That's how I read it. I just wait until they just collect a bunch and then I buy that to read. Um, or, you know, like maybe you're interested in one of the movies and you see something and, you know, from the movie and you're like, I wonder if that was a, you know, a storyline. Buy that. I think that's a great way to get into it. For for example, you want to learn about like uh, Infinity War and kind of Endgame and the story that came from there. Go ahead and read Infinity Gauntlet. It's a lot weirder than those movies, but oh yeah, you know if that's kind of how you want to get in there, I think that's a great way to do it. Um, I mean, if I had to make some graphic novel recommendations, uh, Batman Year One. Uh, Dark Knight Returns, if you're a fan of Batman. Um, if you're a fan of Daredevil, I would honestly do... I know, it's weird I went Daredevil there, but I was thinking, I just read uh, Frank Miller uh, run, 
like the first volume of that and that was some great you know campy and then got really cool uh stories the justice league like stronger together or hold on is it stronger together strength in numbers excuse me um i think that's a great run as well uh iron man the armor wars i love those or like um even you mentioned it this guy might not have great societal clout right now but the astonishing x-men run by joss wheaton just ignore that that was probably one of the better x-men runs i've ever read yeah that's true yeah you know like you sometimes you gotta push that stuff to the side well Uh, yeah frank mm -hmm. miller as well yeah i mean these days he's got some problematic uh viewpoints yeah yeah you know i just uh, dust those off and try not to look for those notes in the comics that i love because then that would really uh, put a damper if you want to read watchmen that's a that's a thick read uh but it's an excellent book I would say, especially if you have seen the movie but not read the comic book, do yourself a favor, read that comic book, because while the inking is very old school and a little bit off-putting, I think, at start, at the start, uh, the uh, the actual pencil in that comic book is incredible. And so I also would recommend The Watchmen. Yeah. And unlike um, Forrest here, if you can read all-star superman that is an excellent endearing book and i do highly recommend it it is yeah i would you know that's the thing is i've always wanted to to read it i always set out to read it but i just never got around to it that's why it's such a shame yeah i mean it is it is it like when you read it you go like he gets superman i respect this you know Versus, like, say, watching, I don't know, a certain movie by a certain director. <laughs> you, know, you, you know, you know, I've done it. You know, his name is Zach Zyder. Uh, that doesn't work. You can't flip his two initials. It's too close. <laughs> it rhymes with Sack Rider. Mm. Mm. Strike that for record. <laughs> yeah, hold on. I got you. I got you. No problem. <laughs> no, wrong one. Uh, yeah, anyway. Uh, <laughs> what were we talking about? Who knows? Remember. The scene has changed. <laughs> we, we can't even... but, uh, I would throw a couple in there. Please, um, please. Let's see if I uh, see how judgy I am. Uh, New Frontier by Darwin Cook. DC New Frontier. Yeah. Uh, amazingly drawn. Huh? Said R.I.P. He's no longer yes, with us. So. Absolutely R.I.P. Uh, but uh, that that book is is really good and it's self contained and so it's a nice because um, it kind of rewrites the histories of all these characters. So it's a nice way to to jump into comics if you if you don't have experience with it. I would say this is a little bit. I'd say you don't like superhero comics and for some reason you haven't checked this out. Uh, Calvin and Hobbes. Check out Calvin and Hobbes collected works. Those are well written, endearing, and humorous. A comic book, comic strips. Um, you know, actually, I would also say one more. I mean, aside, I would recommend Hellboy, but that's you have to be kind of be into gothic horror. If you're into gothic horror, if you're into spooky stuff, then if you're into very thoughtful 
comics that are beautifully drawn, then uh, Hellboy is... Don't let the name fool you. Hellboy is a, the comic for you. I would also say that if you're a Star Wars fan and you don't mind reading something that is no longer canon, check out the Heir to the Empire comic. The comic adapt- adaptation of the novels are is very good. Okay, you get a pass there. <laughs> I was waiting for you. It's like, check out Star Wars Legends. <laughs> and you're like, the the cover is great, and then you read the inside, you're like, whoa! <laughs> yeah, now you bring up an excellent point. If you're not interested in superheroes, maybe you don't want to deal with you know a galaxy far, far away. Uh, another run, I would say, that is a fantastic book, but you know it's definitely not for the kids. It's called A Hundred Bullets. Mm. Um, I. Love that. It was a comic that was exactly 100 issues. And um, really, you know, here, th- this is the premise. Let me see if I sell a comic to Forrest right here. A guy approaches, you've been wronged in life. A guy approaches you mm-hmm. as irrefutable proof of how you were wronged in life and who wronged you. And he produces a case with a handgun that's completely untraceable and 100 bullets. Well, I'm sold. See? Boom. I love it. Yeah. Love it. But and then if you want to go to a galaxy far, far away that is not Star Wars, one that I absolutely love, but again, a lot of you know cursing and some nudity in it, you know, comic nudity Uh-oh. in it, is Saga. Ah, uh, yes. Saga. Yeah. The thing that comes up when you put Pop Saga into Google Saga figures from the Pop Funko Pop Company. Yeah, well, you know, we're, we're well now. Uh, sorry, folks, we didn't want to tell you this. We're going to become a Saga cast uh, where we talk about those pop figures and only those things from this point forward. Um, so they're round. <laughs> How many people tune in to Pop Saga being like, awesome, finally! But, I mean, I bet there's like a million pop. I bet there's a million podcasts about the pop, uh, Funko Pop com- or uh, figures. There has to be. There has to be. There has to be. I bet at least one person has clicked on it, uh, thinking that oh, was it. Finally, a podcast for me. Yeah, so anyway, Obi Wan would jerk off in the four. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 this is not. This is not the one I thought of. Oh, 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 Yoda, I didn't see you standing there. This is Sockwood. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> that's just it. Nope, that's, I think you can just to draw your own conclusions yeah. from the tone of that. Mm. Mm. <laughs> 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 okay. Oh, uh, oh my goodness. So, John, any final thoughts about comic books or comics in general or comic book day? Any, any final thoughts at all about any of that stuff? Comic books are definitely a pillar in what makes John a John in this instance. It's helped my creativity. It's helped me read. Though you might hear my, you know, when I mess up with words and stuff like that, that's a whole other thing. But! (laughs) <laughs> Comic books have always been there for me. Um, they're fantastic little escapes that tell a lot of stories. And I think um, 
it really helps you kind of understand your ideals of who you are and what you be. And when you see a lot of times in like the news where someone misconstrues who a character is, because they're only taking the name into account, but not the character. Um, and the only way you get to find that out is by going to comic book stores and, you know, of uh, walking the shelves and trying to find something that calls to you. And like anything, it is a, it is a, you know, kind of a dying medium in a way. People are buying comic books and stuff like that, but the stores desperately need your help. You know, like the pandemic did not help the situation. Margins were thin enough as it is. So now as things are, you know, beginning to kind of reopen up, you know, take advantage of free comic book day. Obviously follow your city or county or state guidelines, but visit a shop. Give them your patronage. Help continue this medium of being able to pass on, you know, the love of these characters in that form. It's, it's, you know, it's my favorite type of reading. Yeah, I got, I got books on the shelf, but the ones that I always go back to are my, you know, my friends, Batman and Iron Man and Doom Patrol and, you know, uh, Captain America, you know, so forth and so forth. So, you know, take advantage of it. It's free comic book day. It's going to be this Saturday, August 14th, 2021. Check with your comic book store first. Maybe they might not have the free comics, but you know what? Go there anyway. So that's it. That that's that's my selling point for comic books. I love them, and you. So should you. Yeah, uh, very well said. And if I can just piggyback real quick on to what you said uh, to add, um, on top of what you said, you know, these are things. Obviously, you can go on uh, your iPad, and you can go on, you know, your iPhone or or any sort of digital device you have, and you can buy digital versions of these comics, which is very convenient, and it's and indeed safer in this uh in these times but there is a kind of a crucial social aspect that you're you're missing and um those kind of experiences can be very formative and comic book shops can be a sort of a safe place to go for kids that might feel like they their interests kind of skew away from the what's you know popular and I think even beyond that, if I can just speak sort of to my own, uh, you know, history, that comic books were the things that helped me learn how to draw. And now I have, I do art for a career. So these are things that, you know, can, they, maybe there's somebody out there who needs that spark and needs that inspiration and comic books could be that to them as well. So I think they're an important thing and I agree we should be supporting these small businesses that were responsible to bringing us these things in the first place. Here, here. Indeed. Well, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. As always, you can contact us on our various social, social media platforms. That's Instagram and Twitter at the pop saga. You can also contact us by email thepopsaga at gmail.com and as always you can check out our merch page 
check the uh, show notes for the links to that. But you can buy merch directly from us, and that is the best way, besides telling a friend about our podcast and insisting that they listen, <laughs> that you can uh, contribute uh, to the development of this show. Thank you to Burton M6 for our incredible theme song. If you want to reach out to him to get him to uh, hire him to make an incredible piece of music for you, then you can do so by checking our show notes to the link to his Fiverr page. And as we always like to say, from everyone here at Pop Saga, we hope that you are happy and healthy, and we'll see you next week. Remember, folks. Pop Saga is comic code approved. Pop Saga, you know we keep it groovy. We talking cartoons, books, TVs, and movies. A couple of nerds, but got style. We so cool. Pop culture, talking new and old school. Yeah, you should know we love hip-hop. From the roots, Ty Lib, shout out to Feral Munch. We giving you what you want. It don't get no live. Ain't no doubt we got you. This is Pop Saga. Let's go. Oh, yeah, you heard right. This is a lifestyle. Welcome to the nerd life. Pop side.